Tana, Tana. Who has?
six, uh, chapter 3 there. And then we realize that the first prophecy about the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ came out from Genesis, started from Genesis. The first prophecy about the death and resurrection of Jesus started from the book of Genesis. We have seen uh, hundreds and hundreds of prophecies from Genesis down to Malachi. And then there are a lot of uh, prophecies about the resurrection, the death and resurrection of Jesus. Uh, you see, when we look at Genesis chapter 3 of verse 15, uh, we look at the response of Jesus concerning the deception that the devil has done to Adam and Eve. He says, I will put a limity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. He shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So that was a response when the serpent, the enemy, Satan, deceived Adam and Eve, and when they disobeyed God, the pronouncement came directly from God. And that pronouncement that we have read, um, we have read there, we see that in the next verse, it says, Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. And thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So we see that this was as a result of disobedience that made God to pronounce those causes to them and to generations that will follow. And so to Satan, the Lord said, unto, uh, verse 15, and to Satan, the Lord says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Amen. Amen. And between thy seed and thy seed, and it shall bruise thy head. Who is he talking about? He's talking about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is message. Is referring to Jesus Christ. So that's why you have to understand that the origin of the death and resurrection of Jesus started from Genesis. The power of an empty tomb. And so when we look at the, the curses, let us just look at the, the curses there. Look at a few things to get our foundation established. The Eve offspring, the Bible is talking about the Eve offspring that the curse was upon in verse 15. It says that if those offspring is include all human born one generation after another, even up to this present generation, that curse was upon all the humanity that is born of man. 
And then when you look at the offspring of Satan, Satan's offspring. Now look at in verse uh, 15 again, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed. So thy seed there is talking about the offspring, the seed of Satan. That means that he has children. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. And the seed of the, 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 the seed of the, the offspring of Satan is the biological children of the devil. Biological children of the devil, and these may include the fallen angels, demons, who will follow after him. <clears throat> and these humans, and also those human beings that will come to believe and to practice his life, these are the offspring of Satan. Amen. And if I look at, if you look at the scripture in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 44, the Bible gave us a very clear picture of this curse upon the offspring of Satan. It says, ye are of your father. The what? The devil. So who is the father? The devil. Ye are of your father. He's talking about the children of Satan here. Those who practice, who do the work of the devil, who pay attention. They disobedient. Say, ye are of the father, the devil, and the loss of your father. Ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Would you believe that devil has his has children? He has offspring. So offspring means children, generation. So you see it there. And so, so this happened when the, the Lord Jesus Christ was talking to the Jews, uh, uh, the religious leaders, the Jews, religious leaders. He says to them, we are of your father, the word, the devil. So that means that you came from there. You originated from there. That's why you like to lie. Because the devil has been a liar right from the beginning. And in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. He says, Oh, generation of pipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of thy heart, of the mouth, of the heart, their mouth speaking. So he called them generation of pipers. Mm. How can you mean a good thing? So you can never see the devil speaking the truth. He has been a liar right from the beginning. Praise the Lord. So we looked at here that the resurrection of Jesus Christ are throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament is a fulfillment. In the book of Psalm, we look at the we look at Psalm number twenty-two, Psalm number twenty-two, and here in Psalm number twenty-two, the Bible describes about how people will mock Christ at the cross. Psalm number twenty-two, verse seven and eight, it says, and they see me, blast me to sword. All that see me do what? 
loves me to scorn. And he's talking about Jesus Christ. They shoot at the lips. They, sh they shake the head. Say, it trusted on the Lord that he will deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. So David prophesied, spoke about what people would say to Jesus at the cross. What people would say, people that would pass by, would say to Jesus. And then in Matthew chapter 27 of verse 41, in Matthew chapter 27, verse 41, if we read down there to verse 43, it says, likewise also the chief priest, mocking him. Amen. Do what? Mocking him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So here, the scripture describes how the people mock Christ. And um, how they cast lots to divide up his clothes, how his bones were not, were out of joint in uh, Psalm number 22, verse 44. I mean, verse 14, his bones were out of joint. The scripture talks about it. Psalm number 22, verse, uh, verse 14, it says, I am poured out like a water. And all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. Amen. Are we getting mm -hmm. some? Hello, church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, David prophesied about the resurrection power. Of Jesus Christ, what will happen when Jesus will go to the grave and come back? What will happen when Jesus is at the cross? What will happen? How people will mock Jesus Christ? How the wicked, and the Bible says, it says in verse 16 of that same scripture, is how the wicked have surrounded him and pierced his hands and feet. That is in verse 16. And then he talks about it also in John chapter 20, verse 27, that the scar of which Thomas later got to touch and feel. So all these prophecies came out in the Old Testament. The Bible mm -hmm. said, and he said to, say he to Thomas, recite thy hand, and behold thy hand. And recite thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not settled that the living. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the end by saying the Bible, David says, David says in that Psalm 22, verse 31, it says that the righteousness of God will be for all that shall be born. All the generations that are coming, they shall come and shall declare its righteousness unto a people that shall be what? That shall be born. That he has done this. 
So we mm-hmm. look at the promises of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ from there in the Old Testament. And we are doing this in order to get to establish a foundation for you to understand that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is very, very important to the believers. And without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, nothing will have happened to the Christian uh, 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 church or the body of Christ. Our faith will be meaningless. Our relationship with God will be meaningless. So he said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between the seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So here, God vowed to send his son to defeat sin and death. And that happened by crucifixion and resurrection. That is, mm-hmm. that is the, 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 the scripture in the book of Genesis that the Lord mm-hmm. vowed that he will send his son to defeat the enemy. Mm-hmm. Take the power from the devil yes. because yes. Adam had already surrendered to the enemy, mm-hmm. and so the the, 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 the the devil has taken over the power of the yes. whole world. He became yes. the father of the world, and mm-hmm. so the Lord says, "I will send my son. He will mm-hmm. with you. He will take over that power." Somebody shout, "Hallelujah!" The power of an empty tomb. Let's go to John chapter 20, verse 11. John chapter 20, verse 11. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre within. And as she wept, she stood down and looked into the sepulchre and seeth two angels in a white sitting. One at the head and the other at the feet, mm-hmm. where the body of Jesus has lain. Where the body mm-hmm. of Jesus has lain. Here, the Bible is making us to, to understand that Mary became the first witness to the greatest miracle ever takes place. And that is talking about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so here Mary was standing outside of the tomb, and here the stone has been rolled away. The morning of that morning, Mary went to the graveside, standing at exact point that Jesus, the grave of Jesus, and looking there inside, she doesn't see anything. But she saw the stone roll away. Something no good human could have done. And so, while standing there, she was confused and perplexed about the happening. What would have happened? What about the body of Jesus? Here she is weeping. In emotion, he has gone from bad to worse. 
not only Jesus dead, but maybe he's talking about it, thinking about his body has been taken away. Yes, yes. Jesus died on the cross. Mm-hmm. It was taken to the grave. Mm-hmm. It was buried by the head of Joseph Arimathea. But here, the body did not found. So that resurrection morning, Mary was standing and looking at it's going to be a very simple thing. If we cannot find the body, what will we tell the, the people? Something very disgraceful. You know, according to the Hebrew culture, the something like this will be a very, very serious case. You can imagine Mary looking at the tomb, and it was empty. And then all of a sudden, something changed. Something supernatural took place. Something that is unimaginable. And all of a sudden, here, Jesus, looking at Mary, Jesus, looking at Mary, in verse, and then when she had thought said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing. Amen. Amen. She ah. saw Jesus what standing. Remember how she was confused looking at the tomb, and she could not find the body of Jesus Christ. All what she saw was an empty. The cloth was stuck somewhere. Amen. And the tomb was empty. And while she was standing there, thinking about everything, something miraculous happened in that very place. Greatest miracle that has ever happened. The power of God that he has never seen happened. Jesus appeared to her in verse 14. Jesus mm-hmm. appeared to her. And says, and the Bible says, and when, verse 15, verse 14, before we go to verse 15, and when she had thought said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not what it, what it was, and knew, knew not that it was Jesus, praise the Lord. And Jesus said unto her, woman, why did it die? Whom seeketh thou? She's supposing him to be the what? The cardinal. She couldn't recognize the power of an empty tomb. Praise the Lord. The power of an empty tomb. Jesus said unto, said unto him, that if thou have gone in hence, tell me where thou had laid him. I will take him away. Who is Mary talking to now? Does he know Jesus then? No. The power of an empty tomb. And what does Jesus say? So that, yes. And let's read that together. And Jesus said unto her. Can we read together? And Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, 
Martha, go ahead, the seventeen. And Jesus said unto her, Put me not, for I am not here ascending to my Father. Amen. Do you see the power of God? Amen. Amen. So we see at this moment that Jesus has defeated the grave. How many of us know that? He defeated the grave, he defeated death. At this moment, Jesus Christ turned defeat to victory. The hopelessness has been turned to hope. At this time, depression turned to joy. What a turning point. The power of an empty tomb. The power of an empty tomb. There is a turning point for someone. Yes, Jesus restore back the years of loss. Mm-hmm. The years of great losses. The years of defeat. The years of molestation. The Lord Jesus Christ at his resurrection restore back the past glory. In the book of Jewel, chapter 2, Jewel, chapter 2, there in verse 25, that will restore to you the what? The years that the locals have eaten. Praise the Lord. Restoration of Restoration of Jesus Christ ushered in restoration. Amen. Amen. And I will restore to you the years that the locals have eaten. The year of losses, the years of disease, years of trouble, and all things that you went through. I will restore to you the years that the locals have eaten. The years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, the farmer worm, my great army, which I send among you. So this is a day of restoration. Amen. I declare that this is somebody's day of restoration. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So the Lord Jesus restored the years of trouble. The years that the enemy has stepped in and destroyed the blessings of the people of God. So when Jesus resurrected, he restored it back. You will experience that. I say you will experience it in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Jesus Restore back health and vitality to humanity. He restore health and vitality. It says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 30 of verse 17. 
I will bring health and cure. I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds. Amen. Amen. He says, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds. And that is the power of restoration. I will restore health. So Jesus is restoring health to someone. He said, I will heal thy wound, says the Lord, because they call thee an outcast, saying, Be desired, whom no man seeketh after. The Lord says, I will restore it back. I will restore your health. I will restore your strength. I will restore all that the enemy has done against you. All that he has taken from you, I will restore it back. So there is great reason for someone here. In the mighty name of Jesus. So here is on the restoration of health and vitality and restoration of honor. The plan of God is to honor his children. The plan of God is to give his children his desire. Not to allow the enemy to molest them. He says in the book of Isaiah chapter 61 of verse 7, he says, for your shame you shall have double. Amen? For your shame you shall have what? Double. So whatever the enemy has taken back, taken away from you, there is double restoration. And for your confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall sustain the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. Everlasting joy shall be unto you. Amen. That year of sadness is over. Amen. That period of trouble is over. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It says in the book of First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. First Peter chapter 5, verse number 10. Here the Bible says in first chapter, that the God of all grace, who has called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while. Amen. Amen. After you have do what? Suffered a while. And the Bible says, make you perfect. Amen. Amen. Every mistake that you have been making, you will make it no more. Amen. Wrong decision in your life, you will not go through that anymore. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. every error is going to be corrected. Amen. The Bible says, after you have suffered a while. So if you have been suffering a while, today is the day of restoration for you. Amen. That is the day of salvation, Amen. a day of blessing for someone. Is that after you have so far a while, he will make you what? Perfect. Amen. He will make you what? Perfect. And he will establish you, settle you. God is settling someone here. Amen. And then, strengthen you, settle you. So, it will perfect you. You make no mistake anymore. Wrong decision, a business, 
wrong decision in career is not your portion anymore. Amen. Wrong decision in marriage is over. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. And not only that, it will establish you. We will keep your foundation. You have the foundation to bear upon. You will not be doing it on your own. All the while, you have to do it on your own. But this time, you are not going to be, do it on your own. Say, so I will not do it on my own again. Say it with confidence. I'm not doing it on my own again. Somebody shout, hallelujah. It will establish you, and then it will strengthen you. The weakness of your body is over. Amen. The devil has been troubling your life, troubling your health. is over. Amen. It will settle you, means that you will balance it. You have a balanced life. Amen. You will not be running back and forth, here and there. Disappointment and failure. That disappointment is over. Failure is over. I said failure is over. Disappointment is over. Trouble is over. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Restoration. Power of an empty tomb is to usher us restoration. And to usher us what? Victory. To usher us victory. First John chapter 5, verse 4. There is victory in his restoration that is victory for you. Amen. How many of us believe there is victory for, for you here? If you believe, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said there is victory for someone. Is that after Jesus finding him in the temple? First, um, I'm looking for first John, Gospel of John. Uh, I mean first John, Epistle of John. Praise the Lord. John, first John 5. The Bible says, and this is the confidence. I love this. Amen. Amen. Open your eyes and look at that. I want you to read that. I want you to understand that scripture. It's one of the scriptures that the Holy Spirit gave me. It's very, very powerful. Very powerful. I don't pray with this scripture. He said, and this is the confidence that we have. In him, in who? In who? We have in Christ Jesus that if we ask anything according to what we will. I told you last week that is this scripture to me is just like somebody giving you an open chest. It's a right in your mouth that you want. And then you know, standing there to hear somebody giving you an open check, say, right in your bank, go to the bank and cash it. You'll be wondering, is that real? Is that true? Can this happen? But here, Jesus is giving the church an open check. Amen. Said, and this is the confidence that we have in him. The basic is that you must know him. Is he the Lord and Savior of your soul? What relationship do you have with him? Amen. You have a relationship of the father and son, the daughter and the father. 
or you just have a casual relationship. And you can just see him and go morning, good morning, hey, hi, hi, Jesus. Not that little children will say hi to their parents. Instead of saying good morning, mom, good morning, I say hi. Because of uh, wrong foundation. Because if a, a child woke up in the morning to see your parents say good morning. Good morning, mom. Good morning, dad. That is a normal teaching. Because things are done upside down. Good morning, sir. Some people doesn't look at that again. You see, you see somebody, you see an elder, you will not even say hi. You know, you not even hi. You know, hi. That is a and well, that is a tradition. The Western tradition. You have to be able to know how to respect the elders. Amen. As a kind of relationship, you know how to respect the family, you have a family culture. And when somebody sees you outside, you will say, Oh, truly, that is the daughter or the son of Elder James. Praise the Lord. And then when you know how to worship, you know somebody will say, Oh, truly, that brother is a child of God. Amen. Amen. You hear people say that? Amen. You see people, you don't need to put a name, a patch, or a name tag here to say you are a child of God. By just looking at you, they know you are what? A child of God. Amen. They don't have to, to go and pray to know who you are. So the Bible says, and this confidence we have, this confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, to hear it all. And of the, the confidence we have in Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, if we ask anything, if you know him as the Lord and the Savior of your life, if you have an intimacy, the relationship of the father and the children, the father and the son, the father and the daughter with him, Whatever you ask, we will do it. Amen. 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 Whatever you ask, he will do it. But if you don't have a relationship with him, and then you are going to it your own way, you ask, you will not receive. So making a relationship gives us confidence. You know, like I have a father. So I can ask him what I need. Amen. Amen. This confidence we have in Christ Jesus. That if I ask him anything, anything that according to his will, anything that will bring glory to his name, anything that will lift up Jesus Christ, anything that will give testimony to the Lord Jesus Christ, if I ask him anything according to his will, he has to be his will, not according to my will. Somebody say amen. amen. So, there is restoration of victory for the church. Restoration of victory. When Jesus restorated, he came out with all these keys. The keys of honor to the believers' victory, to the believers' and many other things, restoration of health and vitality, and new doors. 
Opening of new doors. Divine favor. Blessing. So it wasn't an empty tomb was not an empty blessing. The Lord went there to the grave. Took the key of all that we will need. And declare it to the believers. Take away your chapter 9. Verse number 12. Take away your chapter 9. Verse number 12. The Bible says, Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today. Amen. Even what? Today. I will render. I will render double unto thee. The prisoners of hope. Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Today is the day of resurrection. I will render double. Somebody is not here. Hallelujah. I will render what? Double. Double blessing. Double joy. Double joy. Amen. I will render double unto thee. So, forget about the things of the past. Forget about the failure of the past. But today, I will render double unto thee. I want you to rise up for a few moments and lift up your voice to God. And say, Lord, the resurrection of your power and empty soul. Delivered to me, delivered blessing, Lord, render double, render double blessing, double blessing, double restoration in my life, double power, victory all over my life, Jesus, render unto me, render unto me, O God. Release, O oh God, release, O oh God, resurrection power. Good health in my life. Good health, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Victory over the power of darkness. Victory over the power of darkness. Favor, define favor, O oh God. Declare in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, lift up your voice to heaven, lift up your voice to heaven, may I celebrate this resurrection with John, may I celebrate this resurrection with testimony, may I celebrate this resurrection with victory, O God, lift up your voice, lift up your voice to heaven, and the Lord in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I worship you, God, for this resurrection morning, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The power of an empty tomb. You may be seated. This power offered so much, so much to the believers. One of the things that I, I have to add to what the power, the resurrection power offers to us is authority. 
authority, offered authority, reveal authority that we have in Christ Jesus. If you look at here in First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55, and look at the verse 57, Jesus took off his grave, his grave clothes, he took it off and left it there. He said, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, great, where is thy victory? Amen. You see the question sign there? Oh, death, where is thy sting? And oh, great, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the Lord. The strength of sin is the Lord. So where is victory over death? Jesus defeated death. Amen. Amen. He took off the grave. I took off the clothes of the the clothes that was wrapped around him. He put it there on the grave. So that people when people will come, you will see only the clothes. You will not see Jesus Christ. So that means that Jesus defeated the power of death. That is the power of an empty tomb. He defeated the power of death and the power of sin. Amen. Amen. The power of death and the power of sin. And then Jesus walked out of the tomb. Mm. Praise the Lord. An empty tomb revealed God's love to us. God's love. Jesus loves us. He loves us that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that also far believing in him shall have what? Everlasting life. So the empty tomb revealed God's love. So he loves us so much. Amen. He loves us that he gave his son, Jesus, to die for you. So there is protection for you. He loves us. That he gave his only son, Jesus, to die. His love was not motivated by what he saw in us, but by what is inside of him. In First John chapter 4, verse 8. First John chapter 4, verse 8. First John chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is what? Is love. God is what? Is love. So an empty tomb also guarantees security. There is security for you. You are secure in wherever you are. Amen. Amen. The Bible talks to us about the secret place. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under. So there is a secret place, a secure place for a believer to dwell. Amen. Amen. Why does the Bible talk about it? Because there are dangers outside. So there is a secret place that is secure. And when you come to hide under the secret place of the Most High, it will cover you. Amen. Amen. So an empty tomb guarantees us 
security. He gave us security. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. There is security for the believers. It says, and I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of what supplication, and they shall look upon me when they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is bitterness for his firstborn. So there is secure place security for the believers. So when you are in Christ Jesus and the restoration of Jesus give you that grace, that power and strength. The spirit of supplication. Amen. Amen. So here we look at and there is that power that we have in Christ Jesus. So when we love him, and on this condition, this moment in our lives, the Lord Jesus Christ has revealed himself to us. The power of resurrection is to secure our lives, to open our eyes, to understand the truth. If you have been blinded in the past, your eyes has to be opened. The Bible talks about the two men that were on the road to Emmaus in the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 26. And the two men, the Bible says that after his resurrection, Jesus met these two men on the road to Emmaus. And he expected them to already understand through the scripture that Christ was meant to suffer and die. And the two men were talking about what has happened a few days ago. And Jesus was in their midst. And while Jesus was talking, walking with them, the Bible says, and the Bible says in verse, give me from verse 25. The Bible says from verse 25, then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophet has spoken. O fool, go back to that, that verse. He said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart, meaning that you are spiritually blind. You don't understand the scripture. If you understand the scripture, you will believe of what the prophet has already spoken about Jesus Christ. And yes, Jesus Christ is founded to them in verse 26. And then the Bible says, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And what happened in the next verse? And beginning at Moses. So, so Jesus now, the Bible says, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And the men were still talking. Until Jesus gave them breath, their eyes were open. Amen. Amen.
I pray that your eyes will be open in the name of Jesus. So don't take the empty tomb as a place. Jesus' resurrection has everything to offer the believers. He has everything to offer the church. Body of Christ. Christianity would have been in pain without the resurrection of Jesus. So he came out from the grave to give you victory. Jesus came out from the grave to give you victory. Came out there to deliver you, to set the captives free, to open the blind eyes. So empty tomb has so much to offer, to touch the body of Christ. And beginning from today, whatever you ask the Lord in his name, according to his will, he said this confidence we have in him, if we ask anything, according to his will. So Jesus has the power. He took the key and has given the key to the church. When he appeared to the disciples, he appeared to them and speak. He said, let there be peace among you. Their eyes were open. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I want us to keep standing. Lift up your voice and just begin to thank him. He is worthy of our praise. Lift up your voice to heaven. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to magnify his name. Give him the praise. Give him the worship. Give him all adoration. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our praise. Lift up your voice and just begin to thank him. Thank God for this resurrection hour. Resurrection day, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. Lift up your voice to heaven. In the name of Jesus, just as we come into the temple of the Lord, the Bible makes us to understand in the book of Faith, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, Faith, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. Lift up your voice and just begin to thank God for this holy communion that we are going to receive today, the blood of Jesus, the flesh of the Son of Man, and say, Lord, I come before you. I come before you, God. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. Lord, I come to obtain my joy, come to obtain my victory that you have taken at the grave. I come to obtain the blessing that you have for me. Lift up your voice and make your declaration known. The Bible says produce your reason, produce a strong reason, a strong reason. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 21, produce a strong reason. This confidence we have in him, if we ask anything according to his will, what is the reason? What is the reason for your, your healing? If you need healing, what is the reason why you want to be? Why you want to be healed? Because Jesus died on the cross, he gave himself on the cross for you to 
to have that healing, to maintain that healing in your life, to maintain, to have good health, is the power of Jesus when he went to the grave. He defeated Satan, he defeated the power of grave and came back with power and gave that power to the church, to the body of Christ, and said, receive power. You have the power to remain healthy. You have the power to remain in prosperity. You have the power for restoration. Lift up your voice and say, Lord, I come to obtain my restoration. I come to receive from you. I come to receive your grace. I come to receive your power, your glory. Lift up your voice.
spread and before you take it. So go ahead and sing that song while they are getting ready for the communion.
are going to pray before we pray. I need to understand what that scripture we just read that this confidence we have in Christ Jesus is as anything according to his will. I want you to pray that scripture and ask God for whatever is your desire in this very day. This is the day of the Lord. The Bible says the day that the Lord has made, we shall be glad and rejoice in it. Every day is the day of the Lord. But as we assemble ourselves today, this day, point out something that you desire from God. Do you have a need from him? Do you need healing, deliverance? Blessing, mm-hmm. whatever is a need, I want you to just use this few three minutes and channel it to heaven and say, Lord, this is my need. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Whatever is your need, whatever is your need. We have the confidence in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he will do it. If we ask anything according to his will, he will do it. Lift up your voice to heaven. Channel your needs to the heaven. Channel your needs to God. Talk to him. Talk to God about it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. The Bible says in the book of Hosea, chapter Hosea, chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6, and when we look at from verse number 2, Hosea chapter 6, verse number 2, he says, After today will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. He will revive us. Lord, revive my life, revive me, revive me, revive my soul. Revive my strength, my health. After two days, will he revive us? The third day, he will raise us up. Jesus came out from the grave. Father, in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. Father in heaven, we stand before you. 
Lord, we ask, O oh God, that in this wonderful day, O oh God, the day of joy, Amen. I declare it a day of joy to your children. Amen. Receive joy. Amen. Receive blessing. Amen. Restoration. In the name of Jesus, that will restore unto you the years. The years, the year of losses, the past years of trouble, years of failure, years of disappointment. Mm-hmm. I will restore back. The Bible says, I will restore back. I declare that heaven will restore for you. In the name of Jesus, it will restore your health. My God will restore your health. God is restoring somebody's business. Amen. There is restoration for somebody's career. Amen. There is restoration for somebody's finances. Amen. I will restore unto you the gift. There is great solution for somebody's house. Amen. I will restore unto you the gift. Amen. Amen. You cannot advance yourself. He will advance you. He will lead you. He will guide you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For this special day of restoration. Yes. We give you all the glory. All the glory. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.